Welcome to the Broadway Church Leadership Podcast. My name is Paul Moores, and I'm going to be your host today. We're so excited to release new content every month, and we're very thankful that you would take time out of your schedule to listen. I know every podcast asks you to do this, but we would really appreciate it if you could rate and review this podcast in your podcast app, because it really does help people find us. Now, we are sitting down today with Darcy and Leanne McAllister. They are uh, part of the Broadway Global Worker family, and uh, they are uh, back in Canada for this time. They work in Southeast Asia. Last month, they taught us on leading cross-culturally and spoke a lot about leading here in North America and leading in the Asian culture that they are part of and and the pitfalls and the things to remember and to be aware of in those cultures. And that was a really great teaching. Uh, Today, I also wanted them to address uh, this topic of leading together. Now, uh, maybe you know or don't know that uh, Darcy and Leanne and, and my wife and I have been friends for many years, and we've actually led together uh, different uh, things that we've been a part of in the past. I've seen Darcy lead, I've seen Leanne lead, and I've seen them lead together. And as we go through uh, 2020 and 2021, we've heard things uh, over and over again about, about women in leadership, women in, in ministerial leadership. And I wanted to have a couple here that I've seen really model to us leading together. So let's get into this uh, discussion about leading together. So how would each of you describe uh, the other's leadership gifts and skills? This makes me smile. Feels like the like like the old uh, Hollywood dating game where you, where you had to know something about the other person that you thought you, you knew. And so, like, how would you, des- Darcy? How would you describe Leanne's gifts? And Leanne, how would you describe Darcy's gifts? I find Leanne to be relentless towards people's growth and development. Like you cannot be going backwards with Leanne. And I, I actually that. That really appeals to me. It's something I highly respect her for because it it pushes me to grow, and I've watched her grow. I also find her to be a gifted communicator that when she communicates, there's an authenticity in her communication. It's clear, and people want to listen, want to be a part of what she's doing as a result of how she communicates. So I I love that about her. That relentlessness you mentioned, like Leanne, I know that you are, uh, and we're really pumping your tires here. Wow, uh, I know just that. Like wow, I, I know that you've uh, you've in the past taken the training to become a certified life coach, right? And when you say relentless to someone's growth, that to me is one of the ways you would describe someone who is a coach. You're you're try, you're relentless in trying to help someone uh, go forward and and to improve. Yeah, and so you know, three weeks into our dating relationship, she said. <laughs> Either you're going to be yourself with me and with everybody else, or I'm out of here. Like, I, I don't want any uh, any false fronts. And it was, she's like, you need to grow in this area. <laughs> and so, <laughs> I sound like so much fun to be married to. I loved it. Aww. But enough about Leanne. Yeah. Leanne, why don't you uh, tell us how you see Darcy's strengths? Oh, I am such a fan of him. Like, I'm so proud of who he is. I know... I know we're not perfect leaders. Um, you know, we moved to Asia a year and a bit ago, and I watched Darcy move into a culture that we don't understand, but lots of different things at play, stakeholders, and his ability to build bridges with other people and find solutions together collaboratively just blows my mind. Um, yeah, and and... He always is quick to 
what is the Holy Spirit saying? How is how is Holy Spirit leading us in this moment? And um, yeah, I I lean on His gifts and His strengths every single day. It makes me a better leader, and I'm grateful to be partnered with Him. Not bad, Darce. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> Now, I, I want to get into this topic of leading together because, you know, I lead things with other people, like even this podcast. I have Grant sitting across the table from me. We we do this together. And so he brings his expertise and I bring my oversight or whatever, and we, f- we figure it out together. Now, so what do you think are some of the drawbacks and some of the benefits of leading together and especially leading with your spouse? In, in the context that you have been called into in Asia, you are probably participating uh, together and leading together. So tell me a little bit about that, leading together and leading with your spouse. Well, first of all, the way we lead is not the model okay. for, for leadership. This um, is a way, but not the way. This is a way, exactly. Yeah. So Darcy and I met when we were both training for ministry. I was going to be in ministry whether I was married or not. Um, I was just blessed to find this man that we shared so much in terms of vision and where we wanted to go. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's one way. Um, we are both um, ordained. We both have our masters. We both are coaches and different things. So mm-hmm. we've prepared together. So the way we approach our leadership together is really a strengths-based approach, mm-hmm. collaboration. There's things that Darcy does really, really well that honestly just I'm, <laughs> I suck at. And mm-hmm. then there's things that I bring into um, our our vision and leadership journey that um, that he, he relies on. So it's been a really neat thing to, um, yeah, to honor the strengths that each one is bringing. The first time that we uh, did a marriage seminar together, (laughs) by the time we got to the stage, we weren't speaking to each other because there was so much competition about who was going to do what when. Mm -hmm. And so that would be a a pitfall, would be if you're competitive with your spouse. But when we serve into each other's gifts, Mm -hmm. that strength, it's like it multiplies. It's not one plus one is two. Uh, There's a great illustration about, you know, draft horses pulling together. 8,000 pounds for one, well, you think 16? No, it's actually 24. And if they've trained together, it's 32,000 pounds that Mm. they can pull. So there's a multiplication that happens when you are putting your strengths together. Sure. That's incredibly powerful. So uh, a benefit is this opportunity to come in as a full force into a situation with many facets and hit multiple facets of of a situation or or, you know, hitting a, a group of people, like there's just, there's opportunity for way more to happen. So, go ahead. Yeah. Well, it's not easy to get there, right? Like, Darcy, you mentioned competition. Like, so how our lives unfolded is we had a bunch of kids in a short period of time. Um, I was their primary caregiver by choice. That's something that we both decided. But then I watched you in your leadership just sort of take off. And I I felt like I was left behind. Plus, I'm a woman in church leadership, and the the opportunities weren't there for me. And so, I'm. this sounds terrible, but Darcy sort of became the enemy, Mm. right? Like, like I'm thinking that his life is awesome, and yet I'm being left behind. Um, So, I remember that long season of 
sort of dropping the competition and and God made a way for my leadership. I ended up past, being an associate pastor at Living Waters Church in Fort Langley for 10 years. And like I was able to develop as a leader. But I think for both of us, it was like dropping the competition, walking in humility with one another, really appreciating the strengths. Of I mean, you get married and the whole goal is to change your spouse to be like you, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Before because honest. hey, yeah, like you know, this is the way to do it, and you're you're not seeing it my way, so let's just give it some time, and I'm going to change your mind. But what does it actually look like to go? Wow, like there's some differences here, and instead of seeing that as an obstacle or a hindrance, to see that as our place of the greatest strength that we have. Mm-hmm. But it takes a, a a deep appreciation for who the other person is and what they're bringing. And that leads really well into the next question I wanted to, to bring up because I'd love to hear a story of some place where you were leading together where the situation required both of your skills, right? Where it might not have gone as well if it had only been Darcy there, or it might not have gone as well if it had only been Leanne there, but a situation where, where both of the, both of your skills, both of, both of your strengths were needed for that situation to be led well. We work with leaders, and we've worked with leaders uh, in Canada and internationally for, for many years. And whenever we can, whenever we could, uh, we would take those leadership visit trips together wherever we were going. And that was where we'd operate in our strengths. Leanne would talk to usually the wife. I would talk to the husband. And I would get usually the ministry tour. And how everything's just Oh, everything's amazing. Here's the stats. Look at my office. I'm an amazing leader and this and that. And Leanne would get... I'd be at home listening to the wife about like all of the things that actually there were gaps in their personal lives, in their ministerial lives. And then together we would sort of compare notes and then, you know, create a, help create a way to get some of those gaps mm. um, met. met. And it was powerful. And and I I know that I could not, like I I was the one at that point with the official job title to do sure. this. But without Leanne, it would have been only at 35% of what we were able to accomplish together. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like it was it was that kind of exponential impact. And we enjoyed it. Like yeah. there was so much joy in working together. And, and even this morning, we were up at uh, 5.30 a.m. talking with a, a young couple in Asia. And we were in our sweet spot. And... You know, we're doing some coaching, and Darcy's asking questions, and I'm asking questions, and oh, it's just amazing what what God does with that. And Holy Spirit moves in, and there's a trust there because we've worked through the hard stuff, we've worked through our issues, and so there's an ease in which we're flowing back and forth with with each other, and mm-hmm. that's really special. So, Leanne, you mentioned that um, laying down the the competition. Uh, between the two of you, you mentioned recently, and you're you're meeting this morning, and feeling like you're in your sweet spot, uh, working together. How long did it? How long a process was that mm-hmm. in learning to not only work together, lead together, but now for it to be a joy and, and uh, to lead together? It's still hard, hey? It uh, is it? Well, I don't know. Like, <laughs> okay, so for the first twelve years of our marriage, um, you know, when we when we prepare young couples for marriage, we'll say to them, listen, you're getting married on a day, 
And then you're starting a very long journey of learning to be married. You're learning oneness. Mm -hmm. And oneness doesn't mean same-same. It doesn't mean that you're joined at the hip and never do anything on your own or have an original thought. That's not what it means. It means being going in the same place, direction, vision, um, a oneness. And so our first 12 years were learning that. We we hit a big bump in the road at year 12 where we got some marriage counseling, deep dive on what was going on, some of the dysfunction within our own relationship, and then came out of that and started to to play more with our leadership and and our shared calling, our shared mm-hmm. purpose, and uh, just kept learning as we went. And I and I say still learning. It's st- and still hard because there's a little bit of me in everything I do. Like the, there's the like well, you we, know, it's funny when we when we marry people um, together. Often we'll marry people together. Darcy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> stand up there in front of the couple and he'll be squared off. And then I'm sort of on the side, like a little helper on the side. And I'm like, Darcy, like we're doing this together. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This is not Batman and Robin here. Yes, (laughs) like, you know. So there's still still that. And I I know like there's there's these words that we'll say to each other. And it's like, we're quick to say, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I was wrong. Uh, please forgive me. I love you. Let's let's keep going. Uh, And kind of just that quick... Adjustment uh, as we as we need to because we're we're still imperfect people, mm-hmm. but we've certainly come to a place of trust and sweet spot, and it's so fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we conclude our discussion today, um, Darcy, I wanted to speak directly to you and and Leanne. L- love to have your input too, but but Darcy, we we were re- recounting something uh, earlier today where we were sort of um, sad that we we saw a, another leadership. Uh, position that was being consistently filled by white men, hmm. and uh, as we talk about this uh, this topic of leading together, what does it mean, and what do you have to do to continue to hold this value of leading together high? Because, to be honest, the places are easier sometimes for white males to get to, and so how do you continue to hold that value high of leading together, of valuing the gifts in your wife, uh, but in general, leading together? How do you continue to value that when uh, sometimes it'd be easier maybe for you to just kind of flow the flow where the water is going, and, and that is for, for a white male to, to be the next person up and, and that type of thing? Yeah, I, th- I think uh, for me it, it intentionally started, and I, I use the word intentionally really strongly, it, it intentionally started way back when I began in, in ministry, when we started to have kids fairly early in our marriage, and all of a sudden Leanne was not in in ministry, and I knew because she told me um, <laughs> I knew that that like that this was hard, and I watched as we tried to have her have a position of ministry, and and you know she she made an offer to to serve for free uh, in order to get her ordination credentials and the, it was turned down because she was a woman like so i've seen the obstacles and mm-hmm. so at that juncture i and made the a pain and, the, and pain. the i made a commitment to see women as leaders and to make a way for them whenever i could so we started an apprenticeship program and well over half of those apprentices were were women on purpose mm-hmm. um, as we work with international leaders as we work with national Canadian leaders, I 
I will always intentionally uh, go and affirm the leadership gifts that I see in in our female sisters. And, and that's because I know how hard it is. I stand with Leanne and a sister in Zoe Network, which she leads, um, it, not just because I'm her husband, but because I need to help advocate, uh, like be a Boaz to, to her and to our sisters to, to move forward. So, and now internationally, uh, where, where we see this in magnified places, like it's, it's bigger, bigger issues at other places. It's again, it's become a passion, something that we teach about. It's a part of every facet of our ministry mm-hmm. and every facet of my call mm-hmm. uh, is to make a way for our sisters. Great. Yeah, like we need to do things different, you know, because people have, you know, hearts for to, to see women do well, to see women lead. I mean, studies have shown that when men and women are leading together, there are better outcomes. Okay. There just, there are. Mm-hmm. And so people can say, yes, this is what we believe, but um, it's amazing how we will just keep doing what we've always done because that's what we've always done. Mm-hmm. And so we have to really look at our systems. We have to look at, at how we... Um, I don't like the word promote, but but how do we how do we look for when when leadership things need to be filled? Sure. How do we actually do that? I think of a team you were on, Darcy, a few years ago, where there was a senior uh, position opened, and everyone was looking for that white male again. And you are the one that said, "No, how about this person?" And so to to actually actively like put it forward, like anyway, I just. We have to do something different yeah, if sure. we want yeah. if we want to see something different. Yeah. So, go ahead. I, well, I just I remember being a part of a situation where, where in an organization, uh, two a man and a woman working together, they got married. She was let go, and uh, that was an opportunity for me to mm-hmm. say that is not okay, and that mm-hmm. needs to change right now, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and to to change it. So there's there's it's felt like there's been. Um, supernatural opportunities and intentional choices mm-hmm. that are hard work and you're going against the flow. But again, it's amazing to see what happens when you do it. Mm-hmm. Some One of the my frustrations in this area is I feel like some of our pipelines are not uh, developed and do not welcome in uh, females into them like they do males. Like we think in terms of where where in the where I lead is in in a church setting. We think, well, it, let's give this young guy a chance to to preach so that he can develop his gift. But then we think, well, we don't have a woman communicator because we don't have any any, any woman that's gifted yep. that way. And it's maybe it's because we haven't had one fail and grow and learn and stretch and grow in those gifts. And so our pipelines have been uh, kind of uniquely again designed maybe for males than for females and so that in my in my experience that's been that's been a big frustration mm-hmm. so yeah, and, yeah I, I remember being in conversations with you like 14 15 years ago as we talked about uh, speakers in our youth context mm-hmm. and who could we find right who's a, a woman who's who's going to impact all those all those young girls but mm-hmm. you can't you can't get good at something 
until you're given the opportunity to do it. Which common sense, every one of us would say yes. But then sometimes when we think and we're responsible for something in leadership, we think, no, 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 we always have to pick exactly the best person and we have to wait and we have to wait. And, and we do not give people the opportunity to to grow in mm-hmm. in their gifts. We don't give opportunity to develop. Man, am I thankful for the pastors that gave me opportunities to to grow and to speak when I was terrible at it and mm-hmm. to lead worship when I was terrible at it. I wouldn't have grown. How much more for our female leaders? The yep. same thing, same opportunities need to be given. Yeah. So you think of many of our churches mm-hmm. filled with ridiculously gifted women, mm-hmm. women leading... <laughs> corporations, uh, leaning management teams, um, you know, just whatever. But the message they get from the church is, there's really not a place for you here. Sure. And if we welcomed and made space and created those pipelines mm-hmm. and, um, oh, it, it could be revolutionary. What could be? What could be? Well, we, and we've started to see it. Like, I, mm-hmm. like we made decisions back in the day with our youth stuff. Mm-hmm. And we brought in young female speakers, mm-hmm. and they impacted a generation. True. Um, w- with Zoe Network, we've seen that in local churches mm-hmm. where where Leanne's Zoe Network that she leads empowered women and strengthened women in their gifts uh, in such a strong way that lead pastor came to us and said, hey, can you do this for our men because our women are, are running away with this. Now, why don't we pause right there because you mentioned Zoe Network, and I know I know a lot about that because we're friends. Why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about Zoe Network and what Zoe Network is all about? Zoe Network connects women and men into the mission of God. Uh, it it works to help people find out their, their gifts and strengths and calling, and then points them to align that with who they are in God's God's mission. It started out ministering only to women, uh, and it it's really strong. It's it's stronger in that area. But that conversation with a lead pastor about hey, you're leaving the men in the dust, led to us adding some stuff for men. So I'm currently teaching a group of men in Quebec, a group of men in South Africa. So there's there's stuff mm-hmm. that's just percolating. There and then we have a project side to that, where globally we support uh, global work that connects to the needs and empowering of women, and yeah. that is it's so fun. And where could we find more information on that? ZoeNetwork.ca. Okay, you'll be able to find that. Um, yeah, it's it's been an amazing thing as we try to embody and teach uh, the Blessed Alliance. I don't know if you've ever heard that, but Carolyn Custis James um, coined that phrase of women and men working together. Mm. She calls it the Blessed Alliance. We see it in creation. Adam and Eve were created, and then together they were given a shared mandate of leadership and what that actually looked. Now, the fall of men came mm-hmm. and the curse and all that, but God has redeemed mm-hmm. what we were created for. So it's a great day. Amen. Well, guys, this has been great. I'm so thankful that you were able to come and uh, talk into this topic of leading together. Again, it's because you guys have been a huge 
impact in my life and I've seen it firsthand of you guys leading together. I know that you have lots to say on this topic and you will continue to have lots to say on this topic for years to come because of the influence that you're having uh, both here and across the world. Thanks so much for listening to the Broadway Church Leadership Podcast. A big thanks to our audio producer, Mr. Grant McAllister. Yes, he is Darcy's brother. And he makes everything sound great. And he wrote that cool jingle that you're going to hear at the beginning and the end of every podcast. Remember, we do this podcast because when it comes to leadership, that'll do, won't do. See you next month.